Hey team, welcome to the Make It Happen show. This is Jack DeLosa, entrepreneur, investor, and founder of The Entourage. I wanna help you make it happen. If you're a seven or an eight-figure business owner, or you're a six-figure business owner with aspirations to grow to seven or eight figures, I wanna help you expand your mindset, break through your roadblocks, and elevate every area of your life. Join me in this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to learn directly from me in this two-day masterclass called The Elevated Entrepreneur Experience, where I'm gonna share with you the top personal development and high-performance strategies and how you can blend them in business and entrepreneurship to make you an icon of industry and to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Secure your seat now at www.the-entourage.com slash event. Now, let's get into the Make It Happen show. Stop talking about time, but talk about tempo. Because really, everybody has the same amount of time. How do we actually stop every single question from having to come through us as the business owner. Now this is this is the most powerful thing that you can do to really get tempo into your business. And this has been game changing for us in our business to actually keep ourselves focused up and out rather than inside down at the toes the whole time. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of the Make It Happen show, where it's time for you to make it happen. In these implementation sessions, we're joined by an industry expert We'll take you through in detail how to make it happen in your business. These are full of implementable actions. So get your pens ready, take notes, and be ready to apply these to your business. Let's get into it. Good morning, everybody. My name is Pete Liston from Trust the Process, and I'm one of the vision partners here at The Entourage, and really looking forward to sharing a little bit of my history and my background about how we apply military precision to business. So a very quick introduction of how I got to be here today. I left the army around four or five years ago after having a 12 year career as a a logistician. I did multiple deployments to Afghanistan and East Timor and traveled the world with the army. And, but my passion was truly about business and how we actually uh, can create businesses that you're involved, but not required. So I'd just like to share a little, a little bit today on some of the lessons that I learned from my army career and their direct application to your business. And the topic of today I want to talk about is tempo. So what we find in life and in business that, you know, we always seem to be running out of time. There's no time to do this. And the ultimate conundrum of how do we, you know, find the time to spend the time to save time is always an issue for every business owner. But I just want to change your concept and your mindset around that and stop talking about time, but talk about tempo, because really everybody has the same amount of time. You know, whether you're uh, the president of the United States or prime minister of Australia or, or whether you're, you know, an administrative assistant, we still get the same amount of hours a day to apply to work and supply our family and hopefully to play to our health and our wellness and our relationships. So how do we break this mold? And I just want to share a little bit about tempo today. Now, in the military, just like this podcast is called Make It Happen, uh, we need to get things done, okay? And we need to get things on on time with no excuses, and it just has to happen. And the way that we work in the Australian military, we've got a a, a concept called Mission Command, and a Mission Command is all about how do we uh, implement effect and intent on what we want done with our people, 
and not tell people how to do their jobs, particularly. We don't give them the micro detail or micromanage how they actually are to do, do their job. We give them an end state and we give them resources to go ahead and achieve that. And tempo is really important in this. And in the military, there's three ways that we apply tempo to any problem. So the first one, um, and it's from the Homer Simpson School of Leadership, it's speed of task. Can we do something faster? Now, this is the most obvious one, and the return on investment is quite poor, but it's the most obvious one that we look for. Can we get this job done quicker? Okay, we're only going to get so much out of that. The second level, and with a greater level of uh, return on investment, is speed of task transition. And how do we actually move from one task to the next? And the third and most powerful one for any business is speed of decision making. And that's when we really have some leveraged outcomes in terms of being able to get our business to start operating without us. So I'm just going to unpack those a little bit, um, each of them, and how we can use some really simple uh, systems like CRMs, etc., to really gain control over our business. Now, today's chat comes from a good mate of mine, Steve Cottrell. He was one of my classmates at Duntroon, um, and he was a cavalry officer. Now, cavalry's job is to exploit opportunity and to work behind uh, enemy lines without a lot of guidance. So they need to be able to seize and exploit opportunities as it comes up. They may not have a direct line of communications with their boss to ask every little question about, you know, can I do this or can I do that? So they need to be able to make decisions on the fly. So this is where a direct application of how we can exploit opportunity in our business through this speed of task transition and speed of tempo. So speed of task transition is all about how quickly in business we can move from one task to the next task. So I'm doing something now, I'm working on sales, you know, and I'm working on uh, something to get a client across the line. But then what I do is I have to switch across to another focus in business. It might be an operational or recruitment kind of business. And that sale just sits there now and it waits until I have to come back because I haven't been able to transition between the two tasks with closing them off effectively. And a very simple way to think about speed of task transition is wait time or waste in the business. It's what have we left sitting on the shelf it's just idle there and it can't be actioned until we get back to it because we need to complete that task. So speed of ta task transition is really important in terms of how quickly can the business move from one activity to the next and actually resolve those tasks. One of the simplest ways we can do this is by using our CRM. Now in our CRM, we can see when we build it properly all the stages of the customer journey and we can build consistency into our business process which is reflected through the CRM. If we can get consistency in all of the steps of the customer journey we can actually understand what is required at this point of the journey and close it off and have it done with so we can move across to the next task and move across to the next task and keep this transition happening. I just want to have a quick talk about speed of decision making. Um, the a very quick way to to refer that to business is bottlenecks. Okay, is how do we actually stop every single question from having to come through us? 
as the business owner. Now, this is this is the most powerful thing that you can do to really get tempo into your business because whereas wait time is things sitting on the shelf waiting to someone to action them and to complete the task, speed of decision-making is wastage waiting for you to make a decision on a task. Now, one really simple way that any business owner can start getting speed of decision-making is to give every single person in their business a delegation authority. Okay, that can be some kind of number. Uh, No matter what rank you are in your business, um, and by rank, I mean, you could be a storeman, you could be a team leader, you could be the general manager. Start giving your team um, delegation authority to be able to make decisions. And that's as simple as uh, you can make a decision up to the value of $500 or $5,000 or $500,000 without asking me just go ahead and get it done. So like that cavalryman, we can take that opportunity of that event as it arises. However, I'm still going to maintain control because tell me why you made that decision. So it's not like they're making the decision and you not knowing about it. We empower them to make that decision within their delegation thresholds so that they can take advantage of that opportunity as it arises. Then report to you on why they made that decision and the metrics that they used. And we all, we always believe in our business trust the process that any one of our team members can make a decision based in our vision, our mission and our values. And if they have to make a decision, if there's an opportunity to be had and they don't have one of their senior leadership team to ask them, then simply reflect on our vision, mission and values. And that should be your guiding principles to what you should do. Now in my team, Anyone who makes a decision based on and, and considers and reflects and uses our vision and mission and values as their guiding light, um, I'll encourage and support that 100% of the time, even if they get it wrong, because the basis of their decision is going to be well-founded. Hey team, it's Jack again. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Make It Happen show. If you're a business owner who wants to elevate every area of your life, You want to create a vision for your life so compelling that you're literally pulled towards it. You want to create a roadmap that not only ensures you're showing up every day as your best self, but your experience of life is one of fulfillment, happiness, and success. Then you have to join me at the Elevated Entrepreneur Experience. Head to www.the-entourage.com slash event, and I look forward to seeing you there. Now, let's get back to the show. One of the other ways that we can really demonstrate this through tech, again, is through our CRM. One of the reasons people find it hard to delegate, which is, and when they don't delegate, they're hanging on to these decisions, which means they're not getting that tempo or that speed to take advantage of opportunities, is because they don't have confidence and trust. They don't have visibility about what's actually going on in our business. So a well-developed CRM actually becomes the platform of the medium where we have visibility through our business. We can now see where every single customer is in the journey. We should be able to see every step that has, hap- that has happened to this point. And because we've got good systems and processes, we should have a pretty clear idea of what needs to be done next to get that client across the line or to be able to deliver that product to them or to be able to you know, um, provide that service to them. 
And so this consistency of system and process is the foundation. And once we have that, we can use our CRM to be able to drive the business through consistency and process and just follow the steps that work. Um, we want to have as many steps in the business as we need, but we want to have as few as possible. Um, to put it another way, we simply want to capture excellence and repeat it. Just do what works and only that over and over again until we learn. Okay, and this becomes, and then we can actually reflect this through our CRM and our CRM becomes the pivotal foundation tool of being able to drive tempo through our business. So now because I have visibility on where every client is in the journey, I can see what's happened and I know what we need to do next. I can get that task transition moving quickly between our team. Because I've released all the information out of my head into the platform and I share that information with my team, my team can now pick up jobs when I'm not around. My team can then go into the CRM and they can see what needs to be done next and they can push on with that without having to ask me what to do. So so speed of speed of task, yep. It's we think it's the we think it's a way to lead to productivity increases, but it's it's a false return because there's only so much you could suck out of it. Speed of task transition. How quickly can your business move from one task to the next and complete it? Look, another real simple example of that is a tradie. You go out on site, you take your notes, you say to the client, I'll get back, I'll get a quote back to you. How long does it take you to leave site, get back to the office, turn that quote into a deletion, uh, a decent solution proposal and get it back to them? Speed of task transition in that moment, if you can get that proposal back to them within 48 hours, potentially you are following up and getting back to your clients before your competitors have even got their first round in. So how do we get this task transition, these tasks ticking over? without having wait time sitting all over the place. And last but not least, speed of decision-making will be the most powerful thing you can do as a business owner by delegating with confidence and trust. A general rule for me is I will always give people 20% more opportunity than I think they can handle. So if I think they're up to you know, making you know, a $1,000 decision, let's give them a $1,200 threshold because They've, I've been very, very few times in my life where people have proven me wrong when they haven't stepped up to the mark. Okay, so give people a little bit more responsibility than you think that you've got. Give them a test, give them a go, and see if they're up to scratch. Okay, and that way you can continue to challenge them and you can continue to delegate more and more and more. Because, you know, in business, there's only really two things we should be doing, and that's the things we love and the things that only we can do. Now, the things that nobody else could possibly do are the only things that we should do in our business. Um, just before I head off, I just want to spend a two-minute conversation around mission command and how do we actually give create time through effective delegation and how do we stop having to micromanage our team? Well, the tenets of mission command, which is giving people direction on effect and intent is all about trust, okay? It's all about not telling them how to do their job, 
the micro detail of how they do the job, but telling them what your end state is, what the effect you would like them to achieve out of a project. And then what we do is we then resource them effectively and give them some good guidelines. So an example of what I did with my brand new PA, who is a, a lovely Filipino guy that works for me uh, 40 hours a week by the name, name of JJ. He'd been with me for two weeks and I gave him a significant task of refreshing the digital security platforms in our business. My key end state or effect to him, I said, JJ, I'd like you to come up with a solution where all of our passwords are protected, that the primary owner of the password holds it, yet they can share platform access to the people who require it as required without having to share the old generic password one apostrophe to everybody exclamation mark to every single person on the team. So a very fresh employee, very unfamiliar with our um, processes. And I said, I want you to look at three options, including LastPass and two similars. Okay, so there's your guidance. You've got two weeks to achieve the task. In three days time, I'd like you to come back to me and give me a progress report. So then after three days, he comes back to me and he says, Pete, I've got these three options for you. I've got last plus plus the other two. And I'm like, JJ, that's great work. The next step is for you to go this far. Okay. And then I gave him more context on what the task is. And I said, go ahead in one week's time, come back to me with a final back brief and then we'll deliver it in the week after. So I didn't tell him what to do, how to do it, how to implement the plan or anything. I just told him the effect that I wanted to achieve, but I maintained control because through the back brief process, he was able to keep me informed and I was able to guide and adjust and take him along the path and maintain control. And this has been game changing for us in our business to actually keep ourselves focused up and out rather than inside down at the toes the whole time. So look, that's just a few little tidbits from me sharing a, a little bit of my experience from being in the military into small business, but it's really about for everything that we do, systemize, automate, and then delegate. Find good process, build good process, find the right platform, you know, the tech platform or CRM to do it through, and then find the right people, process, platform. Um, I hope everybody has a great day out there and, you know, touch base with the people at Entourage and Pete from Trust the Process. Um, have a great day. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Make It Happen show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And it doesn't need to end there. We've actually gone and grabbed a whole bunch of extra resources for you. Behind the scenes footage, videos from this and all the other episodes, as well as show notes that you can grab for free. Just head along to www.the-entourage.com slash podcast and you can grab all those extra resources. Thanks for tuning in and I cannot wait to introduce you to our next guest on the next episode.